Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now on French Your Way podcast. Bonjour à tous, comment allez-vous Welcome to episode 158 of French Your Way podcast, episode 158. And today's topic is grammatical mistakes by native speakers, which make me cringe. And that was a suggestion from Mills, who emailed me um, with um, this um, episode suggestion, as you can do too. If you have a, a question, you can send me an email at jessica at frenchaway.com.au. I always find your ideas uh, Excellent. Uh, I guess it gives me the opportunity to do a bit of homework uh, and work on a topic that I may not have had in mind specifically. And today's episode will be a good way of just being able to relieve my like rant and sometimes anger or annoyance at uh, some mistakes that I see sometimes every day uh, on the internet, on social media, etc. That it would be fantastic if you get them and you don't make the mistakes that native French speakers often make. Uh, Mills, uh, who suggested the podcast, uh, gives me an example that in English, lots of people write your, um, so why O U R instead of your um, Y O U apostrophe R E, which is the contraction of you are, uh, which is a subject and a verb, and it's really, really not the same as your, uh, like put your coat and your shoes on. This is a possessive adjective. Uh, and he finds it horrible, and I'm part of that category of people. Of course, being a um, language teacher myself, uh, who like, just can't help but uh, cringing and uh, venting a lot when I see this kind of mistakes in my own uh, language. Um, I know that French grammar and French spelling rules are not always straightforward, but I mean, come on, French people make an effort because um, mistakes like that, they look really uneducated, like you've never been in school or, or you just sat next to the heater and you never listened. Um, it is a problem uh, when I see journalists uh, writing articles with mistakes uh, especially today there are no excuse with all the spelling and grammar check checks that are uh, integrated to your phone or to your word document if the word is underlined that means that there may be a problem with the spelling or the grammar there and it's certainly not helpful if you're looking for a job and uh, writing a cover letter and a resume full of uh, that kind of uh, of mistakes these kinds of mistakes in French are uh, humori humoristically uh, displayed on a website, which I really like, which is called becherelletamer.fr. I'm putting the link in the in the show notes. These are generally like photos sent by uh, people who like the website and they've found horrible mistakes like in a shop or in a letter that they've received like from the like gas company, blah, blah, blah. And... Uh, So it is then displayed on the website and you can, uh, for a game, try to find the mistake yourself. You can really see horrible things. <laughs> 
it's, so it's called Becherel Tamer and what is un Becherel uh, un Becherel so I quote Wikipedia here because uh, they've done the wording very well so I'm not going to reinvent the wheel and Becherel uh, it's a French language grammar reference book that is best known for uh, its verb conjugation volumes Uh, indeed, I remember that being in primary school, I had, um, we all needed to have, um, Becherel, uh, with, uh, so all the verbs conjugated in all the, like, it's like a verb dictionary, basically. It's conjugated in all moods and tenses. Um, so it's a really, really grammatical reference volume. And it is named after the 19th century French lexicographer and grammarian Louis-Nicolas Becherel. So it was, was it's his family name. And now Un Becherel is uh, this uh, grammar book that everyone knows in France. And that uh, some people should um, would uh, better like buy and uh, look into. So what are these French mistakes that make, sh that make me cringe after that very long introduction? It's a confusion between spelling uh, a verbal form um, uh, with an ending ER or E-acute. So in other words, uh, mixing, confusing the infinitive form ending in ER with the past participle form uh, ending in E-acute. In the show notes of uh, this episode, so frenchyourway.com.au slash podcast 158-158, I will uh, write some wrong and correct example of sentences with the proper spelling for easier reference for you. So orally, uh, ER or E-acute uh, doesn't have a, a difference. It's the same pronunciation. For example, if I want to say, have you ever heard of blah 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 avez-vous déjà entendu parler de blah 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 it doesn't really matter if you suck in the spelling uh, orally it just sounds the same now um, how would you spell parler in avez-vous déjà entendu parler de you will spell it er uh, the infinitive form because it is the the second verb after um When you, are you, when you have two verbs, the second in the infinitive form. The first verb is avez-vous uh, entendu? So the verb entendre. And then parler is er. Um, you also use the infinitive after a um, preposition. For example, um, to continue to do something, uh, continuer à parler. er. Because you have the preposition à. Continuer à parler. Or uh, to finish speaking, we finir de parler, ER. After the preposition de, you have the infinitive. The past participle uh, comes after the conjugated form of uh, the auxiliary être or avoir, if I'm going into like really uh, grammatical concept there. So that is the, the, the first mistake. This is the one that I see pretty much every day and that I would say every day if I were reading articles every day on my computer. 
in French, we have um, a trick to find whether we should spell ER or E acute when we have a doubt. Um, because they are the, uh, the infinitive and the past participle form, the trick is to take a verb uh, for which the infinitive and the past participle forms are really different. So, for example, uh, prendre and the past participle prix. Or uh, to, uh, so that's to take, and or mordre, and the past participle is mordu, uh, which is to bite. So you try to um, replace it in the sentence with the the word that you hesitate uh, with. And for example, have you ever heard of? Avez-vous déjà entendu mordre? De? You cannot say avez-vous déjà entendu mordu. The um, a, a native French person would know which one fits or not instinctively, and therefore would be able to tell whether we've used the infinitive of the past participle and should uh, apply the correct spelling. Following that conclusion, the second uh, common mistake that make me cringe would be uh, past participles with an incorrect final ending, an incorrect consonant at the end. Uh, for example, so the wrong form that I put in the show notes is, for example, so I took j'ai pris, j'ai pris, orally no problem, but if I see the, the past participle pris spelled P-R-I-T, uh, I will cringe because uh, the ending is an S, P-R-I-S, j'ai pris. And a native French speaker should know better because they would know the feminine form of the past participle, which is prise. Um, for example, the, the lesson that I took, la leçon que j'ai prise. Um, and by adding that extra E for the, the feminine, you can tell that uh, there was an S, prise. Uh, it's not prit. So there's no T at the end. It's an S. The third common mistake that I see is also about past participle. So, so far it is really about uh, verb forms. Um, the agreement of the past participle uh, not being well done. For example, in the, the plural, so feminine plural, elle, form, uh, they went, elles sont allées, uh, the ending of aller of the past participle needs to be uh, with an uh, extra e for the feminine and s for the plural. We finished, nous avons fini, I don't want to see an s at the end of uh, fini because there's no agreement of the past participle uh, here. And I will actually do an upcoming episode on the uh, the agreement on the past participle. Uh, one episode with uh, être, one episode with avoir, and one episode with uh, reflexive verb. It's all planned. I have a lot of episodes ahead that I need to, to schedule. So stay tuned. Mistake number four. Hearing or reading... Uh, si j'aurais blah 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 so if I blah 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 for example if I had known I would not have come which is a very uh, famous sentence from um, the, the, the movie La Guerre des Boutons uh, so the, the War of the Buttons uh, an, an old French movie where a little boy keeps saying oh if I had known I wouldn't have come si or in English 
if uh, triggers uh, the use of uh, the, the conditional, yes, because we're talking about something that is uh, hypo, uh, hypothetical, but to put it in simple words, uh, the, the conditional is not used next to the C. Uh, so you cannot say si j'aurais, you cannot have C plus the conditional straight away af after. Um, the conditional will be used in the uh, other part of the sentence, in, in the other clause, in the other uh, proposition relative. So you need to say si j'avais su, which is uh, the, the plus perfect here, je ne serais pas venu, and there you have the conditional. I will also make an episode, it's, it's planned, about the C clauses and the tenses that you need to use, but the conditional is not in the same uh, clause, in the same proposition as um, the C. Number uh, five, um, people often use the expression to say... Um, today or in this very moment or right now uh, they think it's um, it's good to instead of just saying aujourd'hui to say au jour d'aujourd'hui uh, maybe sounds a little bit more sophisticated or sounds like you insist on it but au jour d'aujourd'hui is what we call a uh, um, pleonasm it means it's a repetition because aujourd'hui means uh, the, the, the day that is now so you cannot say at the day of the day that is now. It's just um, redundant, awfully redundant, and uh, that is uh, incorrect. So just aujourd'hui. Mistake number six is really purely a spelling mistake. To see, um, you know, happy birthday, bon anniversaire, bon anniversaire. To see it's spelled B-O-N-N-E and then anniversaire. B-O-N-N-E, in other words, bonne, is the feminine uh, form of the adjective. Bon for the masculine and bonne for the feminine. Every French person knows that anniversaire is masculine. So it's not um, a problem of not knowing that, um, but spelling bon anniversaire means that you don't even think when you write that you've put a feminine um, adjective with a masculine noun. Uh, the reason why we say bon anniversaire is only because of the liaison. It's bon and anniversaire, which reads bon anniversaire. It's exactly the same thing with the, the other way of saying uh, happy birthday and the way of uh, singing it. Joyeux anniversaire. Joyeux, uh, masculine form, ends in X. And the feminine is joyeuse. But uh, we say joyeux anniversaire, it's the liaison. It's not joyeuse anniversaire. Masculine form, please. Mistake number seven, uh, it, it is something that I uh, talked about in episode 18 of French Away podcast, which is called À la maison, chez le docteur. So this confusion between uh, using à and chez for a preposition, you use chez plus a person, therefore chez le docteur or chez le coiffeur, because when you say when you talk about the doctor or the hairdresser you're referring to the person as opposed to à la clinique or au salon de coiffure which are um, places saying je vais 
au docteur ou au coiffeur is associated to being um, from the countryside or being uneducated. So again, with people, we say je vais chez and the name of the person. Mistake number eight, se uh, versus se. So se spelled C-E versus se spelled S-E. C-E is a demonstrative adjective and S-E is a um, pronoun. For example, a reflexive pronoun. Qu'est-ce qu'il se passe? What's happening is, um, is from the verb se passer, which is a, a reflexive verb, for example. So it needs to be uh, spelled S-E. So it can be a little bit, I don't know, depending on your level of French, how to follow there because it's really grammatical. Um, but for a native uh, French person to make that mistake, so there is either an absence of uh, knowledge about uh, grammar or an absence of, um, of uh, just thinking, reflection. Mistake number nine, which is uh, one that you can totally avoid yourself, is uh, so spelling mistakes with uh, the imperative second person of verbs in ER. So, for example, uh, the verb to ask, demander. If you want to say ask, demande. Uh, there is, so it's the second person uh, singular, which is an equivalent of the two form. While tu demandes, so in the indicative present form, will be spelled ES at the end because um, tu is always followed by the S in the conjugation. It is not the case in the imperative uh, mood uh, in the in the tu form, in the second person uh, singular. So same with uh, continue, tu continue. Uh, would be ES, but the imperative continue would be continue without the S. Same for stop, uh, which is arrête, no S in the imperative, whereas tu arrête will have an S. And uh, go, va, uh, will also have no S, it's just VA, whereas if you conjugate the the verb in the imperative present, tu vas, will have an S. Uh, the verb aller is an ER verb, so no S in the imperative. You do have an S when you say vas-y um, because of the presence of the pronoun E, and you cannot say va-i, uh, so it's a specificity of the imperative that you need to add an S in this kind of um, situation just to uh, make pronunciation possible if you have followed me. I will also make an episode in um, in the upcoming uh, future uh, about the imperative in French, the imperative mood. So it's not that I say I'll do an episode, I'll do an episode. I have really um, written down to put an episode. I just need to schedule them and alternate a little bit with the vocabulary related episodes and uh, with uh, questions that I've received from listeners so it will not be um, next month but stay tuned 10th uh, common mistake uh, from native speakers would be the confusion between uh, apporter and amener for example and you shouldn't make the mistake anymore if you have been listening to me for a while because I talk to uh, the difference between 
emmener, amener, emporter and apporter in episode 108 of French Away Podcast. The link to um, this episode in, is in the show notes. Um, so it, it would be wrong to say amène une bouteille de vin, to say bring a bottle of wine. Um, I explained in that podcast episode that everything that comes with there um, by itself, uh, something that can roll, that can drive, or that can walk, would be a money. Whereas if you need to carry them, to hold them, it would be porter. So that's to carry. Apporter. Apporte une bouteille de vin is the correct form for bring a bottle of wine and not amène une bouteille de vin. Unfortunately, uh, this is what you hear um, more often than not. I'll put a, an additional, let's say a bonus uh, mistake, uh, which is a mistake that only children do because uh, once you've passed primary school, you really wouldn't make it uh, anymore in French. Uh, but I heard it when I was in France recently Uh, this mistake was made by a little uh, six-year-old boy who is the, the, the son of our friends. And we were having a walk um, all together. And he said, uh, Qu'est-ce que vous faisiez? So what are you doing? And his parents corrected him and said, No, we don't say Qu'est-ce que vous faisiez? We say Qu'est-ce que vous faites? And that made me smile and I wished I had been making a video uh, then because it would have been a, a lovely recording. I thought about you. Uh, children are logical and uh, they know that we say nous faisons. So we they apply the form vous faisiez the same way as um, there is for the verb dire to say to tell uh, nous disons uh, they very logically say vous disiez and that's one of the things that um, primary school teachers have to repeat a lot and no we say vous faites uh, vous dites so there are three verbs in uh, French that don't conjugate with the ez form for vous uh, that don't conjugate sorry with the uh, EZ ending for the vous form in the indicative present tense, and that's faire, dire, and être. So to do, to say, to tell, and uh, to be. Uh, vous faites, vous dites, and vous êtes are three highly unusual uh, verb endings for French. That's it. Do you have any other uh, mistakes uh, in mind that you would like to share? Uh, you can do that in the comment section of the of the episode on my website. And uh, if you like uh, the podcast, would you mind taking a few minutes of your time to leave a review uh, for me on iTunes, for me and for the podcast, and for the podcast to be found by um, like-minded uh, students of French like you? That would be awesome. Thanks a lot and see you in the next episode of French Away Podcast.